Hello everyone, and welcome to Biopedia. This week, I'm going to focus on the Red Queen hypothesis, which is an evolutionary hypothesis named in honour of a character created by Lewis Carroll in his book Through the Looking Glass. Perhaps the best way to explain the Red Queen hypothesis is to explain why it has the name it does. In Through the Looking Glass, the sequel to Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, she meets a character called the Red Queen. The landscape she finds herself in at the time essentially mimics a chessboard, and this is one of the queens, hence the name. This landscape also moves and acts against anyone moving, as the Red Queen herself explains, which means that people need to run as much as they can to just effectively stay in the same place. It is this sentence and sentiment from which the Red Queen hypothesis derives its name. The hypothesis says that species are in an arms race, if you like, with one another. For example, if a predator evolves to catch prey more effectively, the response, in air quotes, will be that the prey subsequently evolves to be harder to catch. This happens because any evolutionary advantage for one rival species will create a selection pressure for the other species to respond. Examples of this kind of interaction will be predators versus prey, or host versus parasites. It's essentially an antagonistic interaction between two species. One consequence of this arms race is the evolution of sexual reproduction. This method of reproduction allows for greater variation in the next generation as a consequence, which increases the probability that a beneficial allele combination or phenotype might arise. If you are trapped in competition with another species, you can imagine that there would be a selection pressure for this reproduction method to become fixed, in the hope, again in air quotes, that you gain an advantage faster. So, that's the Red Queen hypothesis. It's worth my saying that this is a blind process. Evolution is not trying to do anything. However, the simple mathematics of evolution, which we discussed back in episode 19, lead to these selection pressures forming. Added to that, the vocabulary used is essentially useful as a way of visualising it. As always, thanks for listening. You can contact the show at biopediapodcast at gmail.com for any comments, questions, or suggestions for future episode topics. Until next time, have a great week, everyone.